I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch. Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, if you haven't already, please go to iTunes Podcast and leave a review and also sign up for the Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash Lauren XOXO and Friends. And let's get into this episode. How are you guys? I'm breathing. I'm good. Did y'all have a good weekend? Mm-hmm. What'd mm-hmm. you do, Yaya? Yeah, no. Yesterday, I, um, my friend host hosted like, um, like this spiritual thing. It was like spiritual wellness and we had to meditate and do affirmations and stuff like that. Saturday, I was with this, I was with someone. Okay. <laughs> and it's crazy. I have a whole boyfriend. We will keep this private. Um, <laughs> we will. As we, as, as, as I think she already didn't. As private as we can keep it. Mm-hmm. I could cut that out. No, it's okay. <laughs> he ain't gonna listen. All right. Well, this white boy going to listen. Maybe some friends. Too. Huh? Okay. Do you go on a date? No, I was at his restaurant. Oh. oh. It's 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 not the type of restaurant. It, I mean, it's a, it's a nice it's it's restaurant, restaurant him, but it's like you know, it's just chilling with him. It's a business, and it's his. It's his. Yeah, no, it is his. Him and like the two other friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it good? Was the food, food is good? always good? Yeah, the food is good. Is this in Brooklyn or? Mm-hmm. Is it new? Oh, it's gonna be a year in June since it's been open. Okay. And they trying to open up a second location, so it's it's doing very well. Mm-hmm. Oh, type of cuisine, or is that too much? No, it's soul food. It's uh seafood with soul food taste or something like that. This food is good. Me though. and Don would like to go. Honestly, mac and cheese, the yams are pretty good. The whiting is fire. I oh, love, love good whiting. whiting. Me too. I love mm. good whiting. Everything's pretty decent. They make po' boys. You know, I don't think so though. No remoulade sauce. You might want to suggest that. No, no, don't interfere with me. <laughs> I'm gonna. But I'm, to have southern and seafood, you can't have southern and seafood without remoulade. Yeah, I would. I would bring it up to him, but <laughs> I don't think so. I always get the same thing anyway. I always get the whiting with mac and cheese and yams. Mm. And collard greens. If I yes. That's a that's a real good meal. Do yeah. they make the collard greens though with neck bone or do they make it turkey with turkey neck? Okay, mm, turkey neck. Because I would think if it was a seafood restaurant, maybe they try to fuse some sort of seafood into the collard greens. Don't disrespect collard <laughs> nah. greens. They like keep it regular. I'm just asking. Mm-mm, they don't do no. They don't do that. But they their food is pretty good though. Imagine grits and stuff. Imagine someone throwing lobster like lobster telling collard greens. I'd be like, nah. Right, I tried it. It's just I can't. Mm. I don't think I could be down with that. But you know who would try this? Try it, uh-huh. Dawn. <laughs> they might be different. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a special co-host today. Hi. Dawn. I've been here before. Yeah, but it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a, a hot minute. Mm-hmm. You ain't been fucking with me like that. Girl, I'm with you all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, I, damn. It's been like a year. It's been a while. But Mondays are your day off. So this is true, so... You need to relax or go on dates or hang out or do whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. I don't have a date today. Okay. You was my date today. Yeah, I played hooky. You did? Uh-huh. We went to go see Parasite. How was it? Good. Fire. I've been trying to get somebody to go with me to see this movie since it came out. Really? It was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I tell you... First of all, I'm not a movie person. Because I just feel like I go to the movies, you know, you spend all this money, you go to the movies, and right. they're rarely 
No, the last few movies we've gone to see that were actually really good. Mm-hmm. But this movie, like, you know how usually you're watching a movie and you're like, okay, I get a gist of, like, how it's going to be, how it's going to end? No. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's, it's suspense, like really. funny, mm-hmm. suspense, horror, but, like, not crazy scary. Just a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, But you will be like, okay, what's going to happen next? Like, what? It's crazy. So... Mm-hmm. Goes, so, I understand why I won. So y'all didn't want to go see the photograph? I saw that already. Did you like it? I did. I loved it. I don't even want to see it. Hmm? I need to go see it. <laughs> it is really good. You know what? What It makes you... You ever watch a movie and you just feel all warm inside and gooey? Yeah. That's what it gives. All right. Mm-hmm. I gotta go see that. I still have to go see it. But I've been... Either I've been hearing, like, it's corny or it's yeah, really good. Yeah, but I feel good. like people that say it's corny, they just, Here's like, the thing. When it's corny and it's white, no disrespect to anybody who's listening that is white, it's acceptable so let black people have their little yeah, corny love story too. yeah please mm-hmm. people agree. people love the notebook notebook is technically kind of corny if mm-hmm. that's what it means you know but i think i think it'd be nice to finally see some black love yeah without all the, the drama attached to yeah it. it was no drama it was just a beautiful story beginning to end and i feel like um there's a lot of movie theaters that actually weren't showing it and it was movie theaters that i liked that weren't showing it, and I was actually kind of pissed off about it. Like, I prefer going to the Alamo. It's just, it's dining experience. I like right. being comfortable in my seat. They're not showing it. And I'm just like, really? I was shocked. Not, not even iPix? Yeah, that's actually very annoying. I won't go to iPix. Why? Their food is terrible, and it always comes out cold. They don't have too many. Remember that time we went to iPix? I haven't been to iPix in so long, but I just think, isn't a seat at iPix like $30? Or something like that. I, I just so. think the price yeah. is so insane to me. And the me. food is terrible. I don't think I really... Well, I think I did eat there once. But I think the last time I went, we had... Well, we, me and Nikki went to see us. And it was Mickey Mouse and his friends were running around. Like, they were going ham in the theater. Like children? Mice were oh! running throughout. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nikki was just like, am I bugging? And I'm like, nah, they like literally having a field day. <gasps> oh my God. And we just reclined the seats up like... No, I would have left. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I need to see this. Movie. I'm not afraid of mice, but I just don't do mice. Hence yeah. why I have two cats. Yeah. Because anywhere you have a cat, a mouse won't even come. Right. So. I just don't want it to hit this because oh. I feel like sometimes you can hear it when it hits. Oh. So. I'm like, okay. I was trying to steer clear. Sorry, guys. Um, but no, Parasite was. Listen. That's something I will have to see then. Go see Parasite. Movie. I had this. I tried to get this guy I was um, talking to at the end of last year to go with me, and. He basically told me no because it's named Parasite. And I'm like, well, why? He had a phobia of like, he's like, it's probably going to be like weird things and germs. And he's one of those people that are scared of small holes packed together. So, How the fuck did you find him? Honestly, if you saw him, he looked like a parasite. Like he, he's scary looking. He really? Yeah. scary. But <laughs> like, he's handsome, but he's scary looking. Like intimidating? No, like completely tatted. Like, oh, he looked like dark. six, six, six. Yeah. <laughs> He was white? No, he was black. He's black. But he's so adorable. However, he definitely would not go see it just because it was called Parasite. He said anything to do with parasites, germs, bugs. Anything. So, can I ask you what made you stop talking to him? Oh, we just kind of like... Just faded out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I've been like, you too, you too weird for me. <laughs> you know what it is, but... Have the nerve to be scary, but oh, got all these tattoos? <laughs> no, but Dawn <laughs> likes interesting looking people. And like, not in a bad way. 
Because they don't be like ugly. Yeah. They're not ugly. They just look I like a nice juxtaposition. Like, I when think, you look at me and you look at the person I'm dating, yeah. when you question like, how did this happen? Don't yeah. want people like, when they walking down the street, don't want people to be like, <laughs> one, okay. <laughs> Where y'all met? Where did y'all meet? That's what she want people to do. She want people but to But I say, typically like guys that are like, like rough looking, but like have a sweet demeanor. Like mm. tatted or like crazy hair or... You know, looks like they do drugs, but don't, don't do, do drugs. drugs. Right. Dresses, <laughs> crazy, like edgy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> edgy. Don't say crazy. Edgy. Not crazy. I'm a nigga walking around with a pineapple on his head. I'm saying I like a little. Don likes interesting. There we go. Got it. I like a conversation start. If you look interesting, she is crossing that street. <laughs> but if you look wholesome. It's crazy. it's crazy. He came into my salon and before he even like. I guess you could say, you ever felt somebody come in somewhere and you didn't see them? Yeah. It was that kind of thing. So mm. I had asked my coworker, I was like, is he single? And she, because she was braiding his hair. And she he was just like, mm, I don't know, I'll find out for you. So then she asked him and he was just like, you know, um, yeah, no, I'm just focusing on work right now. So months later, he came back in to get his hair rebraided. And we were having a conversation about something and I responded to something he said and he laughed. And then he asked her, he's like, so who was it that you said was interested in me? And she pointed to me, and then that's when he got interested. We went on some really good dates. We didn't end badly, and we did speak recently, but it just kind of faded out. Right, okay. She used to talk about him the way Alicia Keys was talking about the guy in the music video. And you don't know my name. Most death? <laughs> really? <laughs> I was so and into it, like, and it fizzled out so fast. How did y'all tell him? Two and a half months. It was oh, the quickest yeah. thing. But he worked so much, much? Oh, and he can't do both. So... <laughs> Do what you need to do. Lacks right. consistency. Mm-hmm. What else does know they all do? Yeah. I think there's something in the food and in the water. And I hate to be a conspiracy theorist. It, I do too. I don't know what's wrong with our men, but they not. It's all across the board. It's, it's, it's not the, the same, same thing. It's the same problem. It's not, it doesn't matter. They trap. They got a corporate job. They all got but some But the consistency issues. is just not there. there. I don't know what it is. Their options, they think, are so vast. They think that they can just like play the field for forever. But little do they realize like... They may not have a time, like an internal clock, but we do. Mm. You not, okay, so this guy was talking to before. Um, we was talking about, um, you know, because he's older. He's like 36. He's like, I really want a family. I really want this. I really want that. He's like, I have to have that. And I said, well, me too. I was like, well, you know, especially me, I'm on a biological time clock. He's like, don't say that. What's meant for you will be for you. I said, I don't give a I fuck about none shit. of that shit. I cannot change the facts. Don't think negative. It's not negative. Why do people? It's a fact. Out? It's a fact. Like, why do you try to say? First of all, okay, if we're thinking like prehistorically, not to say that now is the time that we need to be reverting back to this, but yeah. in history, they ha- women brides were like fourteen years yeah. old. They had their first kid by fifteen, yeah. sixteen. Don't want to go back to that, but at least between twenty and thirty-three. Yeah, that would be ideal. And, I mean, I, like I really <clears throat> thought I was gonna be a mom by now. Oh, oh we would have been on our like second. Kid. Well, I, I'm 31, so I'm supposed to be on like my second. Yeah, kid right like, my mom some... didn't start until she was my age, which was 27, and she had her last child at 42. Really? Mm-hmm. And I have as six of us. Man, listen, I don't want that. I don't need my vagina like that. But it's also one. Not, I mean, not to disregard other races, but like women of color just naturally can have babies for a longer period, period of time, right? Like up in upper, more up in age. Like I have a client who's fifty something, and she still gets her menstrual. And the doctor was like, "You better be careful, cause you could be one of those women that's like." Yeah, <laughs> the thing is with me, but the thing is, menopause starts early in my family on both sides. Okay. So I have literally, well, I'm about to be twenty nine next month, 
So I literally would have like six years to figure it the fuck out. And I, saw, and I was telling my boyfriend, I said, I'm going to start freezing my eggs at when I get 30 and we don't have no kids. Right. I asked my father about that. I said, you know, for my 30th birthday, if I don't have children yet, would you like gift me freezing my eggs? And he said, yeah, him and his wife. They would yeah, do they it. would do it. Yeah. Cause I think oh, that's cool. Because I think I was like, I want to freeze my eggs. Cause I'm like, listen. And I think what Amy Schumer recently, when she posted something about like how, what's Amy Schumer? I think it was. She, uh, she had 24 embryos and only one lasted. Damn. And that, that was like, I think that was it. That's why they be putting so many in them. Yeah. Um, and some ladies end up having like quadruplets yeah. or twins or whatever mm-hmm. because a lot of them be dying, but then. Yeah, they, it's just, they shit, do. She said she tried. Eight kids, they all look the same. Right? right? <laughs> so I was just, so I was like, I gotta figure it out because I'm like, I'm getting older and menopause. And I started my period early. Mm-hmm. I started early. So somebody gotta shoot up this club. So. And we've been shooting it up. So. You playing with fire. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> I'm not playing with fire. I want, I want a little yaya running around here. I want My child need to be a little bird like me. I want my child to be just as cute. Just not right now. I'm not here yet. But I want one. Yeah, you, you already know my take on children. I know you don't want kids. We, it's not that I don't. No, she want does want kids. I'll handle one, and if I have somebody who wants more than one, then you gotta pay for me to have two at one time. That's it. Two at one time. If you, if a person I'm with says that they want more than one child, they have to pay, be able to afford me having two children at one time. That's my take on okay, it. So it's not even gonna be fun. You're just gonna, you're gonna make sure that you have go through in vitro. You're not gonna even have try to have fun with it. No. So how, so if the person, if it's just one that they want, then yes. But if they want more than one child, do you want to have two kids and take care of two kids at the same time? I think I, I've had to do it. I, have I two know you Irish twins for brothers, two sets, two sets. That shit is not fun. Literally, people will ask me like, "Are they twins?" I'm like, "No, they're literally like a few months apart. It's fine." But these are babies. They were babies, like newborns. <laughs> Girl, if I'm with some, I'm if I'm with somebody, and this is what I've decided to do. I can do two kids at one time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think I can do it. It's really like, I've de- dealt with worse. I've dealt with a house full of five well, well, children at one time. I can do two at one time. So, you wouldn't want like, you should, okay. Because, is it because you just want to make sure you get your body back? Like, no, it's not that. It's just, so, okay. When you're pregnant, you don't realize the type of hormones that exist in your body. Right. And it's like, it's super hyped up. Your body's going through all these different changes. The reason why my mother passed is because she was pregnant with my youngest sibling while she had cancer. And And when you have cancer, you're not supposed to get pregnant because it makes the cancer cells speed up. Mm. So I don't even want to go through the up and down with hormones. I don't want to test my body like that. It's one and done. That's it. I feel you. So for me, it's more of a health choice. Like, I got two kids at one time. Cool. One kid at one time. It's fine. Like, I don't. I don't think kids are the biggest worry in life. Like, it's mm-hmm. nice to have them. It's it's a beautiful experience, but it's kind of just like, I have family, I have friends, I have people yeah. around me. I don't necessarily need that. Right. Yeah, I think lately I've been kind of like, I want a kid. I only kind of just want one kid. If I have two, that's fine. I'm not having more than that. Yeah. I just, I can't do it. But, you want an army or something, y'all? Yeah? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, no, no. I, I definitely just want to be able to have life. But I think seeing so many women, like, and I'm not saying that they these women don't want kids, mm-hmm. but I think just seeing so many women, like, living life and, like, maybe looking like they're happy, because I don't know everything, yeah. but seeming to be happy and also writing, um, 
little pieces on like, yeah, I don't have a child, but I'm, and I'm not even, some of them aren't even in relationships or whatever, but they're like, I'm still thriving. I'm still happy. Like I'm not this lonely person right. seeking all of these things that they say women should seek. And so I feel like lately I'm like, you know what? Maybe if I don't have a kid, I won't be so heartbroken. Even though I want a kid, but I'm like, if I don't, I don't know if I'll be Oh, absolutely. Mad. Yeah, I mean, you just got to accept it for what it is. And I'm but... also not opposed to adopting because there's so many children yeah. that yeah. don't have it. And I always thank God that, like, I don't really like my family, certain members, but I am blessed that they were able to take in my siblings. Yeah. Because if they were not and they were left with their father, yeah. it would be a shit show. Right. Because they're in a space where they have a good home, they go to great schools, they're able to be creative and get into the hobbies that they want to get into and explore on our dime and that's fine but being in the wrong hands of a person that can't provide for them yeah, right, things, right, like, right. It, it completely changes the narrative like I always wonder what kind of kids they would be if my mom was still alive or if they ended up with their father and I'm I'm actually grateful of the situation that they're in right mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah. definitely makes sense cause I thought about it too especially like I see like I don't know I've just been feeling a way I've been seeing a lot of um, well now a lot of countries in Africa put a band on like international dating I mean, not dating, uh, international adoption. adoption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it's just like, I see all these white, no, listen, yeah, no, I don't give a fuck. These white as celebrities, entertainers, they go in and adopt these kids and they just, it's just like, what are you guys instilling into them? Like, it just bothers the fuck out of me. And I'm like, you know, and I'm like, we, co- we complain over here, but we don't always adopt them either. Right. Most of the time we mm-hmm. don't adopt them. Yeah. You know, but it's just like, it, I, and that's something I definitely was thinking about like for the past couple of days. It's, it's like, I, if I'm going to do that, I, like, I think that's something I really am going to consider. I just get nervous about adoption. I think it's like age, an age thing. What do you mean? Because, all right, you can have a baby. You can adopt a baby. I'm thinking adopting a baby would take longer and it's harder mm-hmm. than adopting like someone who's six or 12 or whatever. I just feel like sometimes I don't like having to win anybody over and I even remember like when I first met my dad at 14 and like just how you feel about certain adults coming in your space out of nowhere. Yeah. Even if they're doing good, like even if you're thankful, it's still so fucking right. weird. And sometimes winning them over is just, it's just so stressful. Right. And I remember even my dad was like, um, I'm gonna let you come to me because I came to you. And you was like, even though I felt like that was childish, it was like, bro, you had me, I didn't have you, but yeah. whatever. But I think he got to a point where he was like, this girl don't like me. Yeah. And it's also different when it's your actual father. father. Yeah. And it's a different level of resentment that you have because of all the things that you've missed. You have a reason to dislike this Yeah, person. right. Exactly. With adoption, you just, a lot of those kids just don't like anybody because they've already been abandoned before. Yeah. And they moved around so much, they don't know what a genuine connection feels like. Right. So, I watched This Is Us, and on This Is <clears> Us, they, I, I, oh, it's so good. Every episode, tears. And so, one of the families adopted a girl and like she is so thankful I mean it took her a while to like get comfortable or whatever but (laughs) her mom was getting her shit together Mm -hmm. and so she was like going back and forth with herself to where she was just like yo I want to go live with my mom and like it was it was just such a struggle for the parents the mom and the daughter Mm. And then she was coming from, you know, living a life of struggling to living a life where you don't have no worries. Mm. 
And that sounds cool, but when you're not used to something, sometimes you like, you just feel so uncomfortable even being in those spaces. Right, right. No, that's a, definitely a fact. So I think, I don't know. I think adoption for me is like, I don't know, maybe it's something I'll look into, but it got to be a baby. Like, I need yeah, you from no, the start. I don't know. I feel like I would actually be more inclined to taking in an older child. Okay. Because... Those are the ones that feel like nobody wants them once they get past uh, a certain age. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, even if it doesn't work out, because you can always, like, invite the child into your home and see what happens. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to automatically adopt them. Like, right. you can see, like, you could do, what is it called? Um, okay. Andy does that. With the foster care. Yeah, no, she, adopt, she, foster she, adopt, she adopted her. Since Mendeecees is out, can he be in the Because they, they adopt, she adopts, she's adopted now. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's a foster child. Yeah. She's oh, a, she's okay. Adopted. So there's no problem Yeah. With She's fully adopted. She's yeah. away at school anyway. Especially if I have it. Yeah. Especially See? if I have life. it to be in somebody else's life. Because I like meeting other people's like kids and siblings and stuff. And I just don't... I, I think all, all kids deserve a chance. And it's kind mm-hmm. of messed up that like that's how the system works. People automatically want the babies. And everybody knows that. They don't, they're not going to go for a 15-year-old or a 14-year-old. I just be afraid them motherfuckers gonna kill me in my sleep. That's another thing. <laughs> like really? I don't let them go. Out. Yeah, because these kids, like you said, like a lot of they have a lot of abandonment issues. Mm. They have a lot of trauma. All my life, I had to fight. Yeah, type of life. and then another thing we need to look at is the system that they're in. Is the system conditioning them for oh, a normal not. life? But no. can you repair that? The, I just feel like that it needs to start there. Yeah, like like when people um when people like elect people to make these decisions like this is a conversation that needs to be had just like homelessness just yeah. like food stamps all the other shit you need to talk about our or our um, foster care system our orphans our like yeah. it's a big problem there's no therapists really like that for them there's nothing consistent and homely like everything's just jacked up right mm-hmm. it's like these kids no, it's really sad. and then the people who be taking them in be touching them and shit yeah but like it's i was watching like... this um i think well they they're in jail now i think they were based out of texas this white family um, took in like a bunch of black kids. They would they put them in cages. They would they were starving them. They was beating the shit out of them. They was um doing a lot of shit. Even crazy enough, like Rachel. Think about Rachel Dolezal, Dolezal, whatever her name is. Her 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 parents adopted black kids, oh. and th- yeah, that's that's why she kind of had a connect like connection to them. Mm-hmm. And she noticed that they were getting mistreated, and that's why like her kids. I think one of them are her brother. It's like her adopted brother. Oh wow! Yeah, so she just that's this kind of started there. She felt like I couldn't connect because they were like treating my 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 brothers differently. And it's so crazy her situation. Yeah. To get on that, like this woman is really coming from a genuine place, but you are crazy. crazy. Yeah, she she is really coming from a genuine place, but she is insane. The way she went about it, it, it's just crazy as hell. Like, because you could be a backy and still vibe for us. Like yeah. you don't have to be us to be on our side. Yeah. Or not even on our side, on the on a on a side of justice. Right. Yeah. Say. But I don't know. Something snapped in her. I yeah. guess she just didn't. I guess she hated white people so oh much. And I think, especially seeing it in her home, seeing how the black kids were treated differently, and and I think that's what she was saying. It just like it just she just felt more connected to black people ever since then. So I was like, okay. I want to know when they're gonna give her her lifetime movie. I'd love to watch it. I'd love Ooh, to. That would be that would be good. good. Speaking of her, she book, was... her book did terrible though. Yeah, and no, she but... said she'd been like struggling. She was like she was yeah. braiding hair. Yeah, to she's braiding. By. Yeah, she does. Her book did terrible. Nobody bought her book. That was a prize. I thought that was gonna be like a New York Times bestseller. I guess not. 
Mm-hmm. Transracial. Speaking of lifetime and, and stories, Drew Hill's Unsung is supposed to air tonight. Really? I mean, last mm-hmm. night. Not tonight. It aired last night. So I, I, I'm upset that it isn't unsung because I feel like they deserve... They deserve a movie. Mm-hmm. At like, least a movie. I didn't see... I didn't, so they, sorry, I look at TV one day. Cisco deserves... A movie. Why do you, Why do you think he deserves a movie? Oh, don't do that. Cisco's a legend. No, I don't think. He, but I don't think he's like. No, but he went through a lot in the industry. He was basically blackball. Oh, that's I didn't why, know that. Yeah, that's why we haven't heard from him or and anything. It's just like so that. crazy why? to me. Like back in the day, men used to really like question his sexuality. Oh yeah, oh, yeah so much shit about him. But literally, he is what everybody's blueprint of at this point. Yeah, yeah. the blonde hair, hair, the tattoos, mm-hmm. the, the the piercings. The extra the tight vocals, clothes. The hypersexuality. Don't have, a, don't have a baby with Samantha Mumba? Uh, is it? Yes. They No, they dated for a while. I don't think they ended up having Cisco a baby. They, yeah, they were together for a while. But wow, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. You have to be with Samantha Because I love her, and she's so fine now, but that's not his kid. Hold on. But um, I did not know. why. What, what, what happened that he was blackballed? I can't you remember, know. but he did an interview with The Breakfast Club years ago. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yo, like, what happened to you? Like... Because at one point, you were here, and then it was like, we yeah. never heard from you again. They were like, you, remember, he was working with Lil' Kim. Yeah, he's he was doing, doing crazy Wait. shit. And yeah, but he said he, they like basically black, blackballed him. Yeah, I gotta look into that, because that's crazy. And his, like, his music and Drew Hill's music is still current. Like, OD current. It still hits. And that's why, I, like, I want to know Cisco's story, because I feel like it's a good story. Like, if you tie, if you do like a, they have like a three part series or whatever, and then the first part is like Drew Hill. So yeah. like I would be into, it. and the last part is maybe like Cisco. I also want to know what sparked his creativity like that, because nobody is just like that. Yeah, like, nothing. Something nope. had to happen. You you had to be different, and somebody shunned you because he got a lot of criticism for a lot of choices. Remember that yeah. silver outfit he came out with? I don't know what award show that was. And he said, but oh, it was like a yeah. tinfoil outfit. Tinfoil, yes. <laughs> he bleached his hair, and he could sing his ass he off. Definitely can. That is crazy. I and he was writing for it. everybody. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. That's, I don't even. All right. So I gotta look at look at TV One then. No, I want to see out. that too because I'm I'm a big. Does fan. TV One have an app on Roku? They probably do. They probably do, right? Yeah, I'm gonna definitely watch that. Because mm-hmm. they touch on a lot of things. They touch on their bad contract because they was sucking a bad contract. Everybody I'm so had tired had of the story about these bad contracts. It's like that I was don't... the '90s and the '80s and the '70s and the like, '60s. Now everybody making their money because they they took. Hundred years, but yeah. they still, they're still not making money though. They're not. They're making some of their. Money. What they're saying yeah. is, we still not making no money. They still in bad contracts. Well, not these. I'm not talking about these. I'm talking about newer artists. Newer mm. artists have found well, a way. Yeah. But you know, they're still signing to 360 deals. Like I've, I listen to a lot of Breakfast Club interviews and a lot mm-hmm. of like, uh, I listen to the Joe Budden podcast, like a lot of music podcasts. They're like a lot of them still aren't making shit. That's why they go on tour back to back to back. Yeah, like they, they do a show. They, they might even do shows. certain things. Even think about. Remember we were talking about the weekend. We was like, yo, as soon as the weekend puts something out, he'll drop a T-shirt or something to go to it, like to really? go with it. Because yeah, well, he did a bait collab with this album, and it was mm. fire. And then no, but every time he puts out a song, he releases a cassette. He releases a T-shirt for it, like just mad extra shit. And it's because I don't think they're making money. From music, I, think I don't. They're not because they everybody nobody's buying albums. Every, if anything, they the download streams. the streams, and I, I don't even know how that that how that conversion is. I know a lot of people don't like it, but that's the that's the wave right now. And then they also do like club appearances. Yeah, yeah. a lot of like the I, I'm not gonna say C list, but like the the you know 
rappers that are just starting they still do a yeah. lot of instagram ads they'll do promo stuff like instagram has really helped a lot of artists make yeah. extra money yeah. yeah absolutely absolutely but you know i mean i'm just happy i ain't a singer yeah, yeah <laughs> that shit don't even look because like... you and this is something you love to do and this is your craft and you care about it and you gotta go through all these loopholes to make a dollar off of it mm-hmm. it's insane but i think that's one reason why summer walker team had her doing shit that's not normal for her yeah. like uh those meet and grease and stuff is because like listen you're not gonna get bread off of this other sh- even torn costs money yeah torn definitely costs millions of dollars so it's just like you have to try to make money at all different types of angles when you're doing that because that stage and that setup, like all of that shit, you paying mad people. That's the tech that. crew, yeah, the venue, the insurance, because you gotta have insurance for these mm-hmm. things. The travel Oof. fees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, glad I'm saying. But I always said, people are lucky I can't sing and I can't dance because I would be a problem. Oh, me too. I always say, like, am I going to shut me up? Okay, I always be like, all right, God, if I could have another life, I'm like, make me a singer, a dance. I'm like, make me a Rihanna, like someone, like a singer dancer. But I don't want to be on drugs. Like I don't want to. I'm not saying Rihanna's on drugs. I'm just saying <laughs> I don't want to be a. Most talented artists are on drugs. Yeah. Or alcoholics or have. I was like, yo, God, I just want to be an artist. Because I always wanted to be able to dance and sing, and I can't do it. So I was like, in my next life, make me an artist, but I don't want to be on no drugs. And it's just, So I'm going to come back as, oh like, God. the Beyonce, Beyonce of 2050. You want to know what's crazy? I, I actually want to be a drug dealer in my next life. I'm not selling it to black people. Oh, you okay. <laughs> oh, you want to be in a meat pack? Yeah, right? <laughs> no, there was this white guy I was talking to, and we, we went to when, when Pasha was still open, mm. right? Mm-hmm. We was going, he took me there, and he was selling fucking, at least what Molly was really, really big. And he was selling them just like $100 a pop, like crazy. What? And I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't know he was riding around with all this shit in the car. He was just like, yeah, yeah. Like, and people just coming up to him like, yo, what's up? Can I have some of this? Can I have some of that? I'm like, bro, I'm in the wrong fucking field. Clearly. And Pasha, and, and, that, and I felt so dirty in Pasha because it was like, it was a lot of sh- weird shit going on on each floor. <laughs> it was a. I felt like I was like you know when your spirit is not settled somewhere mm-hmm. and you need to take like a, I had to take a spiritual bath. I said, oh no, like this is this is beneath me. <laughs> Have y'all ever gone into a club and like just seen so much crazy crazy? Because like sober. The box. And What's you the just, box, girl? You know the box. It's literally when you come off the the Brooklyn Bridge. Um, oh, the it's box. Like, it's right near the. Um, it looks like oh, it's on Christie. No, it's not Christie. Yeah, I think that is. I went with you. You did go with me. I did. I go in after you. Where was that? You've been there years ago. One of my clients used to actually be the one of the managers there. And it's just always some freaky shit. That's the place that has the stage. And people it's be like getting like, it's like a burlesque. Stripping down. And mm-hmm. then the guy was using a plunger on his penis one time. Like, they just do what? They have weird kinky shows in the shit. middle of the night. Yeah. But sometimes it's a decent club. But there are other times it gets really weird. There's always a lot of drugs. There's always people acting strange. You know, there's a meme that was going around, like, in the last year. It'll get a list of, like, now that I'm older, I realize all these things. Yeah. And the last one was, like, and more people do coke, more people do coke than you thought. Yeah, that's literally, literally, I was in shock at how many people I knew that did coke. I didn't, I I didn't. I stay in shock. (laughs) You too? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'd be like, yo, you too? I'm always in shock. 
And I'm I'm just like, damn, like I didn't think this was a problem in our community because it's expensive to have it's a coal cabin. Yeah, the coal cabin is not cheap. And rent is high right and, now. Yeah, I'm like, how do you? <laughs> I, it's like when when I found out black people doing it, I was like, now you know better. Like, how the <laughs> fuck did you get that habit? But what's so funny to me is like, I feel like anytime I've ever been around people who are doing coke, it's like they think that don't nobody know what they're doing, and mm-hmm. they'll be like, like when they're giving it to one another. Yeah, exactly. It's very evident. I see the mix. You coming back looking all extra ready to party. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I don't like nothing near my nose. Boogers mm-hmm. stress me out. Mm-hmm. When I go swimming, water get up my nose, I start panicking. So I can imagine <laughs> getting... Pretty- you know, Charlie Wilson said... Yeah, um, I was watching his interview. Yeah, he had a hole in his nose. He had a hole in his nose. So That's how coat. bad he was on coke. He had a hole in his nose. I don't know how the fuck that happened. That's I got bad sinus problems. Like, I was in a nasty accident as a kid. One of my sinuses don't really work like that. So, really? Yes, had a whole fractured sinus cavity. I can't imagine putting coke in my nose. He said he looked horrible. He was like, yo, I was a fiend. Like, under his eyes used to be really, like, bad. They a lot of them will wear makeup to cover that problem. They yeah. have to because it shows here first. Yeah, the skin and your is pores so get pore really big. big. Mm-hmm. His skin is shit anyway. Like if you look at his his um like pictures of him, his skin is like terrible. But honestly, for like when he talks about the way he used to look versus how he looks now, I'm like, he looks great to me. From oh yeah, yeah. From, the stories yeah, he tells mm-hmm. and where he was, I was just like, yo, you could really get another and that voice chance. Ain't never changed. <laughs> You could really <laughs> that's that's a Charlie Wilson voice. You could really get another chance at life. He was like, "Yo, I'm just so thankful." He was like, "This is how I always pictured myself." He yeah. was like, "But I was just too strung out at first. and I was just like, "Damn." So, speaking of strung out and speaking of the weekend, do you remember what his first concerts used to sound like? Yeah, you went to the one at the Apollo with me, or no? No. So I went the first, I never missed a weekend show in New York. Not once. No, I don't care that I got stock in that man. We fans. I don't like his music. You're crazy. We love anyway, the weekend. <laughs> I can't get it. I remember him. I was 19 and me and my homeboys drove up to the Apollo in Harlem to go see him. And when I tell you I had so much fun at that concert, but the man sounded horrible. Are you serious? But he said he sounds horrible. He said he knew he was bad. He was so it was all of the drugs that he was on, and that's why the music was so crazy back then. Because of the amount of drugs he was on. But really? I guess he's like moderated his intake or maybe gotten rid of it. Who knows? No, I was reading an interview. He just did some magazine cover. And so they did a mini interview on him. And so the person was like, do you still do drugs? And he was like, when it comes to work, he was like, a little bit. Like every once in a blue, he was like, but if I have to perform, if I have to work or something, he's like, I'm not doing, I don't even drink. What kind of drugs? He got a vocal coach and everything. Uh-uh. All type of shit. He used to sing about shrooms, mm-hmm. um, acid. See, I'm oh, afraid to do shrooms. Molly. People say it's so good, but I'm afraid. They say you get in touch with your like. No, thank you. I'm not trying none of that shit. No, thank you. Weed, I'm cool weed. with weed. How much higher do you want to be? You know how <laughs> fucked up I be on on weed. You know how fucked up I be on weed. Yeah. I'll be fucked up. How much higher can you go? Remember y'all in your backseat. <laughs> I cannot oh function God. like. I don't even, like, Dawn is driving. I'm sitting in the back seat. Like, how was she able to drive? I'm fucked up back here. I don't know how. I, no. Well, I've been smoking weed for a very long time. I've been smoking weed since I was 14. Oh. So, for me, it's a little different. Because for me, I'm like. But I also don't really smoke rolled blunts anymore. Like, I'm more towards oils. But oils even worse. No, it just. You have to really look at what you're buying. When you go in there, I you like talk this. to them and you tell. Yeah. <laughs> I can't move. I was so fucked up. My parents were staying with me. 
And I was, I, this is my first time really using oil pen. I got some oil. I was like, okay. And I was like, I kept pulling. I'm like, why don't smoke coming out? And I'm realizing that that little puff is the smoke. <laughs> yes. I was praying that my parents would come in and check on me. I said, oh my God. I was thinking like my life insurances are intact. Like I'm going to fucking die. No. Because I was toasted. It, it's, it just, you have to go in there, you have to talk to them and be like, hey, you know, I'm really sensitive to certain things. Talk to who? You don't just buy it from anybody. No, oh, no. no. <laughs> I know, but where do you go? Where okay, so in, in LA, there's a couple places that I like. But when I travel, I, I now that I know what I like, yeah. I have friends that are out there. When they come to New York, they'll just bring it to me. I like this brand called Wildberry Farms, and they have something called Tropical Trainwreck. Okay. It is a hybrid, but I, it's more of an upper for me. Like, I don't feel like I need to go to sleep. I hate weed that makes me feel like I need to take yeah. a nap. And then when I smoke it, it tastes like candy. That's the one that you... Yo, it, it tastes, tastes so good. So and I, I was only, like, what is this? I only smoke out of G-Pens because I learned from um, what, a friend of a friend when we were staying together. He gave it to me because he saw that I was smoking out of a pen. And he was like, what is this brand? I've never seen this. He said a lot of these pens have um, are not guaranteed to have non-combustible parts. G-Pen mm-hmm. is one of the few brands that does. It's pretty safe to smoke out of. And then he showed me the Wildberry Farms brand, and that's when I tried the different ones, and I just really like that one. Cause I'm like, and it's $50, and I swear to God, it lasts me three months. No, but I have one. There was a brand. It was called Smart Cart. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. And I actually ordered it, and they actually shipped it to me. But my boyfriend sat on it and broke it. So <gasps> have it. And I was pissed off about it. But that shit was so good once you know how to control it. Yeah. I had to learn how to control so you, it. And you also just have to learn dosages. Yeah, because I was to, like this. Right, and the only thing that ever made me feel that feeling you're talking about is one time we went to LA and we stayed with my friend. She ordered some gummies for us. I don't really care for edibles unless I'm home. And we ordered two different kinds. We ordered sativa and indica. And we mixed up the bags. So we ended up opening up both bags. And I had one gummy of each. At the time, I was talking to this guy who made sure I got reservations at this place called um, The Nice Guy or Mr. Nice Guy, something uh-huh. like that. And like you just can't eat there for some reason. Like that's where all celebrities go. And I was like, we'll take my friend here for her birthday. We get there. As soon as I sit down, it felt like I went into the sunken place. Me too. I just it just felt the automatic shush. Yeah. And then it just felt really cold. And I was sitting. I was holding onto the table because I felt like I was going to fall. And I was talk- and I ordered my food, and then Shy is across from me because we were eating, and she just said, "Whoa!" I said, "I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I think something just happened." Girl, the cab ride home, I'm holding onto the door because I couldn't feel myself. We had to pack up all the food to go. I couldn't stay at the table. Are you serious? I did not know where I was. I got in the bed and I just laid down. I held onto the bed as I fell asleep. I fell asleep with the. the, the that was me when I was in LA. When head. I went to LA, this, this dude <laughs> flew me out and. He gave, he's like, I got you, got you edibles that you want. I was like, all right, cool. I, I wasn't even thinking, like, I was going to get fucked up. I ate, like, six of them <gasps> shits. And oh he took me God. to a street race thing. And I just, everything was the just. The sound. The sound. And, and I, could, I felt like I had demons in my ear talking to me. Then Because he has a Maserati. So he, we on the fucking highway. He's doing literally 140. And the sound of the Maserati was freaking me out. I saw myself going through the fucking windshield. <laughs> yep. I laid down. All I kept seeing was the fucking teacup. And um fucking um get what is it get out uh-huh. and uh, also was this my body falling I said oh my god I'm dying like I'm oh dying in L A I'm that's dying that's why I don't do gummies it's too strong I, don't fuck with that I just shit. only have but you had six of them dummy why would you I didn't I know he had two and I'm fucked up you and it was six hundred milligrams I didn't know I didn't know I didn't know and I was just, and he I should have told you he was trying to get you fucked up well he got me fu- well he didn't try anything thank God but mm-hmm. you know I was just like this. yeah because you might have snapped. I only had like one really crazy high story and 
I was smoking with this guy I was dating at the time. And I'm not really a big smoker. I literally don't go past two puffs at a time because I just, I don't want to know how it feels to be super high. I'm scared. Like, so I know my limit. I know I'm two puffs. I'm be cute. I'm good. So I was smoking with him and then out of nowhere, it just got weird. And I was like, I started like circling the room and I was like, this weed is different. Like, what's, what is this? And he was like, babe, just get back in bed. And I was like, no, no. Like, I just kept pacing around. I was like, no, what? this is different. And he was like, babe, get in bed. And so when we were laying in bed, I just kept on like, I was like, no. He's having like, an anxiety I was like, I'm going to call the police. And he was like, <laughs> he literally, and I, I date small niggas. And I, usually I'm bigger than the men I date. He put his leg over me and he put his arm over me. And he was like, babe, calm down. Like, go to sleep. And I was like, I'm about to call the police because I he was like, go to sleep. And then he was like rocking me. He was like, shh. Are you serious? <laughs> he was like, shh. Gosh, no. He was like, babe, go to bed. And but that's I was what like, I'm saying. How much high can you be? Like, weed is uh, enough, bro. Mm-mm. I was weed like, is enough. I think the hot. I'm willing to just do weed, alcohol, and Molly. Molly is where I. I never the tried Molly. No. I've never tried Molly. I love Molly. I'm not gonna lie. If that was a drug that was functional, I'd probably be on it. But the so what is it like? Like it is like okay. So if you have issues with anybody in your life and you want to really talk about it openly and be in the room with the person for hours, take Molly. Let me tell you something. I wasn't, the last time I took my was about three years ago. I was an infinite mama for five hours at a table having a conversation with six people. Did you didn't know? No, I knew them. We all was high together. I know. Oh. It was the most ongoing conversation. You just want to talk about if your I feelings. I'd be like, table A? No, we, <laughs> was, we were still ordering stuff, so they didn't care. Oh, okay. And we took them all. They did not care, but like, it was cr- like, I cannot, you will, the next day, is hell. The come down is really bad. On really? Drug, yes. Because your endorphins are high. Like, you feel really good about yourself. It's almost... And as soon as it hits, it's almost like wind is blowing at you. Like a Beyonce fan. Yeah. And you just feel really crisp and tingly. Don't tell me a girl nice. to be a Beyonce fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. You feel really crisp and tingly and you just feel like anything's possible. Like, you feel happy. You're jokey. So you're next talking day you're depressed? Very much so. The come down is hard. You have a headache. Your body just feels super weak. Nah, I'm it's all bad and literally like I know people that really had to go seek help to get off of it because they were so happy on it and it really helped a lot of their problems temporarily they just got addicted to taking it and it's not good to take all the time and it's like it, it's best to take it in its purest form which is a rock and then you put it in water and you let it dissolve and you drink the water that's why they talk about molly water I've so never heard of Molly water. Okay, you so never heard of Molly water? Mm-mm. So it's kind of like microdosing on a level of water. So it dissolves oh. in the water. And as much as you drink, it's as high as you're going to get. Oh, okay, and okay, And it's easier it. to share that way. You see a nigga like me take a sip. Me too, and I'll be like this, like <laughs> fucking zombie. And I remember I, the last time I took it, I took involuntarily. The person I was in a relationship with, I said to him, I have things to do with my siblings tomorrow, so please do not give me any Molly. And I allowed him to go and get my drink because this was who I was in a relationship with. And I trusted and loved this man. And then, but I, he came back with water for me because I was thirsty. And he put some Molly in my water. Oh, so you broke up with him right then and then. No, no, no. We were together for a while after that. He just wanted to hear me talk, but what was crazy about that conversation is I was I didn't want to be on Molly truthfully because I was going to express how I really felt about a lot of things. And that's what happened at that table, and he regretted giving me that Molly. So that was his own fault. True serum. I need that. (laughs) Do you? 
I do. I need that. I'm still scared of it. <laughs> don't be scared. It's not bad. Just make sure you don't have anything to do the next day. So you can sleep for like extra hours. I'm afraid. It's nothing to be afraid of, I swear. You just got get it from an Ethiopian person. Get it from an Ethiopian person? They get pure MDMA. They get the best stuff. Where the fuck am I going to find one of those? I don't blame Ethiopians. I'm She's afraid. basically saying whenever you need, need it. it. I know, just let me know. <laughs> I wouldn't get Molly from just anybody. Oh, oh hell, I don't even <laughs> want to get weed from people. Yeah, that's a fact. I'd be afraid. <laughs> Shit, no. But I feel like in, if you're about to commit to a relationship with somebody, it's a really good idea to pick a day like where you guys have two days off and you do Molly. Why? What? what do you think? What is your reason for that? I feel like certain you will see or hear certain things that you may not hear because of mm. the inhibitions. That but you know, I feel like weed does that for me because nah, even when I'm, I'm not. No, because when I when my boyfriend starts talking when I'm high and he's high, I get so turned off because I'm I'm seeing things that I I don't see while I'm sober. And I'm like, I'm hearing shit, and I'll just be like, it's like pushes, now, like, when I wake up now, like, when I'm, well, normal, I literally just think about, reflect on what he said, I'm like, you know, it's, it's like pushing me away a little bit more and more each day. But mm. some people are weed smokers, so they won't be as effective, it won't be as effective. You get what I'm saying? Oh, like, okay, yeah. With the weed conversations, you'll talk, but you'll, they'll still be able to avoid certain topics. Mm. But Molly is kind of just like, Bleh. Is it where I was like, I love you. Yes, it is. I hate you. Oh my God. My, when I was younger, my ex and I actually hashed out one of our biggest issues um, in a club, high off of Molly. Have you ever really? had sex on Molly? Is I it have. Honestly, I don't like sex on drugs at all because everything is just drier. Drier, yeah. I don't like that feeling. Me either. Okay. Because I feel like weed makes me dry. I've had sex high. It, it makes my great. mouth dry. dry too. I can't give head. Yeah, no. I need. I actually need a bottle of water. By my bed to be able to do anything. Yeah, I can't do it high. It's not well. It just your coordination be a little off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, just, we, that's the funny part. <laughs> when you like having sex drunk and high, you're like, what that the fuck? fuck? I don't like drunk sex. I, I could do weed high sex, but Molly high sex, I don't like. Mm. I just don't like it. But I do like like PDA or Molly. Because you feel the... Like literally, if somebody touches you, you feel it 10 times more. Ooh. But I just don't like Molly sex. I, 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 wanna, I don't want to feel no touch 10 times more. That, you might have me hooked. I'm like, like, oh, we getting married. Like, yeah, you, you no, can't seriously. get rid of me. I mean, but that's that's what the drug does to you. That's funny. Interesting. Literally, it just a burst of endorphins to your whole body. And don't drink orange juice because that continues the high. Oh. I don't know. What is an orange okay. juice that continues it? I don't know if it's the citrus or the vitamin C or what, but I think like. When you drink, when you drink orange juice, it continues you. You drink lots of water, and weed helps you come down off of a molly high too. Oh. I can't. It's uh, it's that for me. Would no, be once the it's the end, like once you're eight hours in, you just smoke a little weed and go to sleep. But molly keeps you up. That's why they used to have this place in Brooklyn called Afters. It's an mm. after hour spot. It would be open till like eleven in the morning. Right. And they would just be there like zombies. People who do shit like that, I'm like, nah. I remember one night, mad vivid too. It was me, my ex, his sister, and like another home girl, and we were leaving. And then at the time, he had like a, a drop top car. Mm-hmm. And all I remember is, remember, um, bitches love Sosa. Yes. And that song was just playing so loud. That night, I, I was felt- probably in the car like this. <laughs> no fuck that. God, y'all some <laughs> broke boys. <laughs> That's a fact. I fell in love with that song that night. I said, I've never heard this shit before. What's that? With Chief Keith. Oh, so the first came out. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
I love that song. I'm to I got to be in the safe song. space if I'm doing this. Like, that means I can't leave. You don't not have to be in the safe space. I got to Every- be in space going to feel safe to you. No, mm-hmm. I need nah. to be around people, people I can who, trust. Yes, people who and I that, can trust. That you do. That's what I mean. That's what I meant. Like, I have to be, like, if I could be around y'all and y'all could guide me through the process. Yes. I think I'll, I would feel better about it. And I want to be in the house. I don't want to be... And you got to take me home until your house. Oh, yeah. Like, that's it. We're not doing we, all this extra We can't shit. stay at somebody's house that we don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it got to be my home or my best friend's house. I can't that's do it. That's it. I'm not doing nothing else. All right. So, maybe sometime in the... Maybe in the future. Oh, my God. Maybe we could all do it and then come on this podcast and... I'm not recording nothing I said. No, say. we don't have to record it. No, oh. no. No, I mean, let's all do oh, it. and after. Can, I thought you were talking about podcasting. No, we can leave a review on the podcast. Oh, but then I don't want anybody being like, I did drugs because of you. I know. Yeah, forget it. We, y'all won't know. We just... We'll just... Don't, don't do drugs, guys. Why? Anybody watching this podcast is over 21. I, I hope do what so. you want to do. <laughs> do what you want to do. The things people have, ac- the kids have access to. Monday, my niece was like, I heard you on the radio because <laughs> my cousin would play the oh. podcast on her way to work. So I don't know if she still play it, but my niece, she was like, TT, I heard you on the radio. <laughs> and I was like, huh? And my cousin was like, oh yeah, you know I play the podcast. I'm like, well, Girl. give a fair warning about this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, please. I, I mean, up. there's been plenty that I'm like, oh, I hope you didn't play that one. But because even my big brother was like, I had to stop listening to your shit, sis. Like, I want to support you, but some of the things you was talking about, I don't want to hear that. I was like, I, okay. I get it. I get it. Like, I get well, it. Well, if his wife listens, it's still a listen. So his wife can listen for sure, but I don't think my my brothers want to hear it. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. So since we have Dawn on, let's talk about some hair. Hair care. Hair care. All right. I got the first question. Give it to me. I feel like we could talk about all of these hair brands and their controversies. So let's talk about... It's Diva Curl, and then you were telling me today about Got To Be. Mm-hmm. Got To Be has something going on? Well, I don't use it, but... Well, it's technically all gels, but specifically right now, Got To Be. You want to talk about that first? Yeah. Yeah. So basically what they're saying is that there's harmful chemicals in the product, and in recent years, there's been a spike in like girls wanting ponytails and hairstyles with the slickness, and nobody wants the gel down look because gel makes your hair wavy. Yeah. But the Got To Be spray gives you a nice sleek finish. Right. Repeated use or too much use of it can actually cause alopecia. Because of the alcohol content, you you realize how strong that product is. Yeah, it is. If I had I got my first ponytail last year for my birthday, I had three buns for one day, and then I brushed it out and did a ponytail for the. I had that hairstyle for like two and a half weeks, and I told her don't use a lot of product on my hair because my hair's already dry. So she used like a little less than what she typically would, but it held. Right. So I can imagine when I go on Instagram and I see these girls molding these ponytails down, and they're just like. On one area. Yeah. Like it's drying, it's slicked back, it's tight, and it's causing a pulling. And it, the alcohol in it or the and the other chemicals are actually really bad for the follicles and they might micronize or bru- bruise them. So micronizing a follicle is making it smaller. Right. Um, and it'll bruise them and over time your hair will just start breaking off or coming out and it won't grow back. Right. Especially if you're not regenerating the skin. A lot of people yeah. don't take time to like exfoliate yeah. their scalp. Right. That's mm-hmm. a thing. Just like you exfoliate your face, you need to exfoliate your yeah, scalp. Yeah, I never even thought... Of, well, no, you know, I did always... I, I wanted to do... I just never got around to exfoliating Yeah, there's scalp. different types of things. Baking soda. There's yeah. a baking soda hack. There's... Um, Nioxin has a scalp exfoliator. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get it and you squeeze it in, you massage it in. 
it's different ways. Um, micro needling uh, your scalp, which is like PRP. You go to the doctor. Doctor for that, yeah. They'll do that or um, derma I'm about rolling. To start that. I told Lauren I think she should start derma rolling. She'll really like it. I'm gonna start doing it too because I just think that I need to do it. And that's, I think it's good for good scars too. Yeah. Derm- so yeah. what happens is is that if as long as you don't have scarring alopecia, which is where your scalp um, has built scar tissue, and that is the reason why you have alopecia then you're fine to use it. But you have to go to the doctor first to find out if your hair loss is from whatever. Because they're different types of alopecia. Yeah, right. There's stress-induced, there's tension-induced, there's scar-induced. So make sure you figure that out first before you just go on and start derma-rolling. But when you derma-roll, it's the same thing you use for your face, the derma-roller, and you just have to make sure it's clean. It has to be completely disinfected before you use it. Otherwise, you could cause infections, bruising, and a bunch of other problems. And then you use a hyaluronic acid Mm -hmm. just to moisturize it. Oh, you just talked about that in your story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to start doing that. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna wear my wigs for two months. Mm-hmm. We'll see how this goes. Okay. Cause I'm bad at committing to that. Okay, that just, makes sense. Just cause I work out, but I'm probably gonna get braids. Again. I'm calling it out. What? what? When she reached for one of them wigs, <laughs> she said, and she when we on Facetime and she about to go somewhere, I'm about to be like, ah, ah. <laughs> don't put it on. Now I know I have scarring. Like yeah. right here, yeah. My well, first of all, I always had my mother um, never liked to do my hair, so I always had box braids at a very really? young age. Yeah, I got a re- my first relaxer had to be like five or six, um, and it was just constant back to back to back um, box braids. Like my mother didn't know how to do hair; she still doesn't know how to do hair. I'd be yelling at her now. I'm like, my, you you combing too hard, you detangling wrong, you doing all those other things, and I'm like, I would never know the full potential of my scalp. Right, I would never know. So, but I, I definitely have scarring because my edges are thin. And even like right here, when I first started wearing wigs, I used to, what I used to do is pin them in with a hairpin. Oh. And it pulled out and never grew back in. Well, have and it's scarring. It's ha- like, it looks like, it looks like scarring. Have, are the follicles micronized or are they gone completely? To me, it looks like they're gone completely. You've never seen this? A- I've never seen nobody to go and get it done. I Actually, you know what I started doing? I did like a laser treatment. Mm-hmm. I did like those, you know, you sat on the laser for like an mm-hmm. hour. I did like 10 of those. And I did see some... A little bit of a difference, but it's just like now my hair, like my hair falls out like every September. Wow. Like September specifically? Yeah. It's like the season, like it just knows like, mm-hmm. like that season I get my eczema around my mouth and my, my edges just thin out in September. Are you allergic to anything? Only mm-hmm. penicillin, but it just like just so happens that time, like right when like the season's it are about to change. It falls out when it sheds. Shit. Say don't that. say fall out but it was say shed. Out yeah but it would say it was shed my hair just my, my hair like it's okay. way thinner and then it grows back but it just i notice there's always a change um mm. have uh do you have a dermatologist no so there's a dermatologist we recommend at the salon i work in her name is dr Della michael getting an appointment with her is hell but she is a black woman in the city who, yes uh upper east side i think i think that, that's the one nikki was telling me and about. she specializes in regrowing women of color like Making sure that their hair is what, like, whatever problems other people told them they have, it's the right problem. Right. Because I've been to dermatologists before. Even when I was, I struggled with acne for so many years that when I went to other dermatologists and they would just tell me, oh, I want to put you on Oratia or some crazy yeah. pill. I'm not taking that because I know what it does to your liver long term, so I'm good. But tell me what's wrong with my skin. And they would always just tell me, oh, it's just regular hormonal acne. No, it was never hormonal acne. I had mm. fungal acne. So basically, mm. the, everybody has a certain level of fungus in their skin. Right, right. And when you eat a lot of sugars, a lot of carbs, which is what I used to love to eat, which I still do, but I try to limit it, that's what made my skin react. So right. once I cut uh, carbs, sugars, um, I love mushrooms. I can't eat mushrooms all the time because 
that's another thing. Okay, what is the fermented drinks? So certain wines, certain beers, I can't do right all of that stuff affected my skin so when i found a dermatologist that was black and they told me it was like okay so i these people really didn't know what was wrong with me and they didn't even care to look yeah so i feel like when it's a black doctor they're gonna go the extra Extra mile because they know what we're doing and i hate when you go to doctors and they say oh you have to stop wearing these wigs you have to stop doing this what there's certain wig styles that you can wear the ones like where it's just a band or it's just like on secure it's not glued or anything that's not gonna bother your hair especially if it's made to the shape and size of your head properly it's not gonna affect you also too that that's another issue too because i actually stopped wearing i hate it i hate wearing elastic bands in the back Mm -hmm. because i feel like it actually thinned out in the back a little bit of my hair too um and it's hard to like because i was making my wigs myself because i wasn't paying six hundred dollars i'm sorry i just can't do it and you'd be surprised like like to construct it yeah alone? to construct it yeah and then on top of it about hair like it's just crazy so um i think like this actually was the first wig i ever had that actually fit my head perfectly but i had to put a, a just um a band on it because it eventually stretched out but um i just feel, i just hate it, it just snags it pulls and it pulls what and it kind pulls. of band is it is it too tight it's an elastic band no it just eventually like it just just snags it's like you know go to the michael store Michael's art, art and craft. Yeah, but there's certain type of there's certain companies that you can get band from that are softer. Like, is the band softer? Is it hard? No, it's just it's like an elastic band. It's like this hard elastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's an elastic band. Let me see. This is thick. This is wide. And That's wide, the problem. Yeah, no, wide. but I, I switched to wide because when I was using the skinnier ones. How skinny though? Because it's really skinny, and was, then there's mid, and then there's wide. This we like this one. Now we is that wig top? I mean, yeah, that one. And I was having you feel an issue. like it was causing issues in the back mm-hmm. end. Why? I just it just my hair was just thinning out and it was hurting and it was. Do it you was have an iron deficiency? Well, I lost my. Well, I, I'm due for physical now. My physicals. I'm due for a yearly in like two months, but everything's fine. I think no, all black women don't. should see an iron specialist. And um, I was watching a video the other day. Um, the woman who owns Miel Organics. Oh, um, uh, Monique. Yes. What is uh, just so we could uh, say? Monique. Monique's is I forgot. Monique Rodriguez. That's hold on. M O N I. That's all on my business page. Oh, that's not what I wanted to do. Hold on. So she's always posting. I'm at. I just want to say her name for reference, so like whoever's her watching. name is Monique Rodriguez. I know that for a fact. M O N Exquisite Mo. Okay, it's yeah, Exquisite spelled regular and then M O. So she has a video if you go to her um her IGTVs where yeah. she's talking about her iron deficiency and why it is that it doesn't show up on regular lab work. So basically, an iron specialist is going to be able to view your hemoglobin, and then there's two other things that are listed under your iron that won't necessarily show in a regular physical test. Okay. And she was passing out. She was having headaches. It was all kinds of mm. yeah. So it's deeper than just the basic test that they give you because it's a generic thing. Right. And then when you think about it like this, technically, if I'm black, you're white, you're Asian, you're this, you're that, we all need different things. Like, yeah. Even just based on geography, we all needed different things. Right. Mm-hmm. So why is it that you think that different nutrients are required for different races? Right. Black women are always iron, like lacking in iron. It's the your menstrual. It is the food that we're eating. It's just not enough iron or vitamin D because we're you know, in a place that does not get enough sun. Exactly. And even the sun in New York is just not good sun. Right. So it's just all those things can affect how your hair grows and your hair I, I tell people all the time it's a telltale sign for something that's wrong with you because I did years ago remember I did a color on this girl and when I tell you I did this this was a very low level color if any of you guys are watching that no color it was a level six seven so that's not that bright because level it goes up to ten so what color is that 
it's like a medium blonde. And okay. we did it in two sessions. So it wasn't like one shot. And then her hair, she used to come to me for a stuff press, and her hair just started falling out. Like from the bulb, the bulb was coming Something out with the hair. She mm. went to the doctor and found out that she had cancer. Mm. And it's just, if you, if something's going on with your hair, something's going on on the inside of you. Right. Genetically, some people do have brittle hair. Some people do have dry hair, like, but there's ways to help it. Right. Like, your hair may not be what somebody else's hair is, but it could be the best of whatever your hair, hair is. is. Right. And um, I feel like women spend a lot of time comparing their hair to other women. Oh, absolutely. And they think something's wrong with them because their hair doesn't look like someone else's or my curl pattern is not like this person. Like, we're all different. Yeah. And, like, I was talking about on my stories earlier how one side of my hair is completely thinner than the other. Right. But that's just how my hair's always been. Right. And it's just wear and tear over time. It's being an adult. It's being stressed. It's not getting... You're using... The water here is terrible. Right. Even though we're considered to have the best water. water. There's faucets that you can buy that soften the water. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's even that should tell you not to drink the water. Yeah, exactly. That's a fact. No, that's a and fact. And using it on your skin and body. Like, you ever re- notice when you leave New York for a little while how beautiful you look? Yeah. Like, going on vacation. But being, I do feel like my skin is dry. Like, when I go visit my parents in Charlotte, the water is, like, it's, like, harsher, Whew, though. That water is terrible. The water, like, when I mean my skin will be so dry and yes. itchy. Or, like, people who live in Atlanta because they have red clay in their water. Yeah. Their skin is really dry, too. Yeah. And if you've ever relocated from one state to another and experienced immense shedding it's because of the, the water, water change it's not if nothing else it's not stress it's it's a water change for real and your body just has to get adjusted to it right so when your hair does things it's an indication of something else right um but yeah the got to be was definitely causing balding and it's also girls don't know when to stop and I also think like the rise of like YouTubers doing all this. You could do I this hate at them home. So much. Um, you could do this yourself. I don't think everything is meant for us to do at home by ourselves. Yeah, no. yeah absolutely. And also the use of certain products. Right. So to touch on deeper curl, I have a very um, well. Let's um, <laughs> tell them what they don't happens. know. So some people don't know what's going on. Okay. Yeah. So basically, with Diva Curl, they're saying that the products are making girls lose their curl pattern. Their hair is falling out. All this stuff, which very may well be true for some cases. Sometimes companies have a bad batch. Sometimes a chemical gets changed. But you have to do your research on products before you use them. And I emphasize people um, learning your hair texture because it goes a long way with what happens at home. Like you come, you can come to the salon, you go to any salon to do anything. But once you're, you, this is your hair, you're with it all the time, so you have to learn it. Um, natural girls tend to do this thing where they don't shampoo because they feel like shampooing is, mm-hmm. um, bad. And I joke about this and I say, you know, would you take a bath with Which, lotion? Exactly. <laughs> and, <laughs> exactly. And it's like your hair still needs to be cleansed. Your scalp needs to be cleansed. Your, your follicles have to be stripped in order for other products to work. It's kind of like... If you take a piece of saran wrap and put it on your skin and then put lotion over it, it's not going to go through because the saran wrap is stopping it. So when there's buildup on the hair, there's oil, there's all these past products, it's suffocating it from the outside because of the old things. You have to use a clarifying shampoo. You have to do that at least once a month, in my opinion. That's what I, I suggest to my clients, the ones that wear their hair natural, because I get wanting to co-wash in between. Right. Just to refresh in your curls, because that's what it's for. But it's not intended for you to only co-wash. And over time, once the hair starts to suffocate, it loses its curl pattern, its luster, it starts stretching, it starts breaking, it starts suffocating. 
a lot of product companies that I don't like. Um, Shea Moisture. Yeah. They're the number one culprit. If yeah. if a client comes in and comes to get their hair washed, as soon as I shampoo, I put water on their hair, I can tell that they've been using Shea Moisture because I can smell it. It's very perfumey. Right. There's a lot of extra chemicals in there that just aren't necessary. And they don't give you proper instructions on how to use it. Any natural product, you have to strip. Then you put the... The nutrients in. You put yeah. the conditioners on. You put the styling products on. But you have to remove before you can put more on. Yeah. You can't just lap it up and call it a day. I just feel like natural hair lines lines are just too heavy in oil. And like, I, they need instructions. They need instructions. It, it makes, like, I have very fine hair. My hair cannot take all that oil. Mm-mm. Like, it literally... Are you fine hair with low porosity or high porosity? I have low porosity. So, here's another thing. Now, people have the assumption that all fine hair is high porosity. Yeah, no. And mine it's not. Well. See, mine is high. So for me, the issue is finding a balance of something that's going to, excuse me, strengthen it because it's high porosity, but also moisturize it because my hair is so dry all the damn time. Yeah. So I struggle with having to find time to do both, right. which is why I stay in a lot of protective styles and that's typically what helps me. Because if it's just tied up or wrapped up, it's cool. I'm not bothering it. But right. once it's exposed to the elements for too long, my ends start to do this thing where they feel really dry and brittle. Like I can feel knots on them. And then they'll start to do fairy knots. Right. Because I have a lot of hair, but I have very fine strands. Right. So mm. it it's about learning your texture. It took me a long time to learn my texture. I didn't start wearing natural hairstyles until about four years ago. Yeah. Because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah. I didn't know what a rod set was. Like, when I had my first relaxer at 11, I didn't get box braids as a kid. My family didn't like all of that stuff. They just liked bobos and twists. Right. And then I would get maybe... A set of cornrows back with my own hair, no extensions added. Yeah. But my mother was also a, a licensed cosmetologist, but she just never really used that. Right. Mm. She worked for Verizon and Dynex as opposed to being a cosmetologist. I don't know why, but right. money's money. So learning from her struggles with my hair and her own hair, because she had a relaxer too, it made me see that I don't want to have to rely on putting a chemical on my hair to make it more manageable. Mm. Especially because I didn't like how my hair looked relaxed. Right. I noticed mm. it wasn't... Like, I liked having curly hair as a kid. I didn't like the fact that it had no bounce. It wouldn't hold a bump. Nothing was natural about it. Right. So once I went natural, I learned how to take care of it and grow it. But I didn't know how to style it for natural. I only knew how to style it straight. Right. And then that transition of going from products for straight hair and products for natural hair. Because it's two different things. Things, right. Definitely. You got to really practice. And some girls don't want to invest. They just want to buy what they see their friends buying. They don't want to take the time to learn their hair. Do a porosity test. Start using clarifying shampoo because everybody needs it. Yeah. Don't be afraid to shampoo your hair because you have to. And also, get a haircut. People don't do that. Women are so against haircuts and I never... Understood why, like because it look thin as hell. They just like, say they have blink, length. Blink, blink, blink. No, I go. I literally go through a chop probably every two years just to prove to people it grows back. Yeah, because my clients will see me and then they're like, "Oh, your hair is growing." I'm like, "Yes, all hair grows. Go, every hair grows. All hair. As long grows. as you're taking care of your inside, staying hydrated, and taking care of your hair, it's fine. It'll grow. It's a your hair is a fungus. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's literally just an extra part of you. It's not. A living thing. It's yeah. dead. Oh, that's why I hate to hear people say, oh, well, can you cut the dead ends? All of it's dead. All of it's dead. Yeah, absolutely. So unless you want me to take a clip off, there's none of this is going to be alive. But it can be healthier. Mm-hmm. It can look nicer. But you got to take the time out to learn it. No, that's a fact. I just feel like it's basic hygiene just to shampoo your hair. Like, I don't know. Like, your hair starts stinking and all that product. Like, oh, and I'm like, and I argue with people all the time. I was arguing with somebody and they was like, I'm going to put oil to moisturize my hair. So you can't moisturize with oil. It doesn't even make any sense. 
oil is a ceiling. It does not make sense. You know, you got all this product on, and now your hair's way down, and then you want to co-wash. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm like, did the, like, basic science went out the fucking window. And then it's like, when you, like, so basic science, when you put oil in water. It separates. Exactly. It's not going to stick together. That's not only, water is the main moisturizer. Yeah. In life. Water. Water. So if there's not water in something, it's not really going to, like, the other things aren't going to go through the follicle. And people don't realize, okay, so I'll explain what high porosity is versus low. Highly porous hair, if you ever look at it under a microscope, kind of looks like a broom. Yeah. Like, it looks like the sides are kind of, like, sticking out and frayed. Mm-hmm. And then low porosity, it's kind of more of a smooth follicle. Um, the reason why high porosity has to do so much work is to kind of bring those wicker broom looking things in. So that way the hair can withstand styling, manipulation, and just not snap. Because right. that's what makes it very brittle. Um, typically people feel like if they have hair that kind of is super kinky, that means they just have to only moisturize and that's not the case you do have to do your protein protein. treatments Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's how you strengthen it and then people are using like you have to use products that are for you i have a client with celiac disease Mm. i have a protein treatment that is wheat based if i were to put that on her hair she would have a reaction so what like this is what i'm saying learning your body learning what works for you there's so many different ticks that you don't realize can change how your hair works. Mm. Right. So she has to go out and get a gel-based protein treatment because the wheat-based protein treatment is going to make her skin react and make her hair react. Like So what a gel... So I, I don't even think... So there's different forms of protein, just like you can drink different... Like there's yeah. plant protein. There's So if there's a company called Dudley's. It's like an old black Oh, company. Dudley. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. have something called the DRC. It's an amazing protein treatment that's great for in-salon use because you guys do not know what you're doing at home. And I use that a lot. Um... Because it's old school, it works, it's basic, it's not going to cause any reactions to her. So you don't use Afogee? I'd rather use toilet water. Really? Afogee is awful. And if you've ever used it on your hair, your hair felt super hard yeah, after. Yeah, uh-huh. It's because it's too strong. Like, I understand what they're doing, but they need to actually add something else to their ingredients to make it less strong. Because it, it's almost to the point where it's so, your hair's so hard, it's about to snap. Right. So what's, I don't like that company. There's a company that's sold in most beauty supply stores. It's like a white and purple bottle. Yeah. They have a whole line of products that are based around strengthening and protein. I would say... Afogee is okay for high porosity hair that's relaxed. Right. Because the relaxer is making it even worse. And they're on the verge of, like, mush. Right. So they should always, you know, they can incorporate that. That's fine. But I don't recommend Afogee for natural hair at all. God, it's very interesting. I like Una. Una has a wheat-based protein treatment. It's cream. So for people with low porosity hair, I suggest using cream protein treatments. For people with high porosity, I suggest using a gel base because it's a little stronger. Got it. Cause I I use Apple G and my my hair is like always fucking like hard. No. Yeah. Also, um, what oils do you use on your hair when you do use oils? I really don't use oils. I don't I don't like oil on my hair. Um, if I do decide oils, I'm not gonna lie. I use I use my body butters. Okay. I use my, if I do decide, like I don't. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Cause it's a mixture. A mixture. And I, I spray believe what, all. Oils that you use on your hair should be a mixture. It shouldn't be just one. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I I um I spritz my hair with a little water, and then I put then I put my body butter on it. But I, I'm not a fan of oils on it. I might use like a daily moisturizer. 
I don't even think you should have to moisturize your hair, dear. No, no, I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just a daily moisturizer. But um, but having those words, people don't realize how powerful words, words are, are in products. Daily moisturizer makes me feel like I gotta use something daily, daily on my hair for it to work. Yeah, right. no, I don't use it every day. I don't use it every. I don't use it every day. Honestly, I I don't. I might on like okay. I usually wash my hair weekly. So mm-hmm. around day five, I'm or day four, day five, I might add do the the daily moisturizer and then. I wash my hair because I can't like my scalp is too itchy. I can't go without. I um I can't go weeks without washing my scalp. I can't do it. So I I that's what I do. So people can go longer. I can't do it. But my I skin really don't. Break out if I yeah, I can't do it. Mm. I have to be on schedule. And then for like scalp issues, like dandruff and stuff. It, some people have skin conditions in their scalp, and it's like, yeah. go to the doctor and get a biopsy done. No, absolutely. It takes nothing. It takes, it takes nothing. Sometimes people have dermatitis. There's hundreds of types of dermatitis. You could literally lose your mind in trying to figure out the types of dermatitis, alopecia. There's eczema. I get psoriasis of the scalp in the back of my head when I'm super stressed. Really? Hmm? It runs in my family. Everybody has psoriasis on my mother's side. But it's mostly like the face, the scalp, the neck. And mm-hmm. for me, it's like the back of my, my head. So that can cause hair loss too because the patches are so, so hard, hard and clustered mm-hmm. that when they do, when you do have these breakouts, you have to be very careful on how you moisturize the scalp. I love sulfur. Sulfur is like an amazing ingredient that if you're not allergic to it, my mother was, so they never gave it to me. Mm-hmm. But once I got older and I just said, screw it, I'm going to try it. If I got to go to the emergency room, I'm going to go. And I tried sulfur soap and that helped cure my acne. Mm-hmm. And then I tried it on my scalp for like the grease. The grease helped with my sulfur dry scalp. Eight, yeah. Like, it's, it's a heaven sent for people who aren't allergic to it. Right. So, always do a test patch when you're trying new products on always. your hand. On your hand. Nowhere else. And see. Because it can help. I also like um, pyrethion zinc soaps. You can get those online. Those help with dandruff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know where this came from. Like, honestly, I felt like ever since I went natural, that's when I started having scalp issues. Mm-hmm. And then, it just keeps getting worse and worse over time. It's like my scalp is just beyond fire. And that's why, like, I have to wash. I use um, Designer Essentials have like a, a peppermint and aloe mm-hmm. like anti inch shampoo. Really I really like that one, and it, it helps. And it, and it helps if I don't use it, then I'm gonna be itching for like ever. But what's the soap you said you bought from Trader Joe's, Lauren? I brought soap from Trader. Remember, Joe's. or some, <laughs> you brought a natural soap that you said was helping with your dandruff. Remember? Oh, I my mom just randomly had it in her house, mm-hmm. and I was like, no one uses this. I'm taking it. It's in my shower. It's a blue bottle. I don't know the name. <laughs> I could add it in the comments, but um, not in the comments. I could add it in the on the podcast thing, but yeah, no, I don't know the name of it though. But it does help. Yeah, yeah, I'm so definitely like, gonna go to dermatologist. Figuring out what's wrong, and then there's natural remedies for everything. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. definitely love to add, even though I feel like there's a shortage of it right now. Cinnamon oil. Like, yeah, it's hard. Cinnamon oil is what I use in my hair oil. And people always ask me the hair oil that I mix in the salon. And they're like, yo, my hair smelled good up until I had to wash it. What did you use? And then I tell them. And then even people are like, yo, what's going on with cinnamon oil? Is there like an issue with shipment? Because I can't find it nowhere. Um, There's a brand called Plant Therapy Mm -hmm. that I use. um, Because it's like it's organic. Their oils are fucking expensive. But... They have good cinnamon oil. Yeah. Called plant therapy. Yeah. Cinnamon oil, I love as a because that's an active oil. Please do not put cinnamon oil directly on your your skin. No, it's essential oils. Please, it will burn you. It with the carrier when you're mixing oils. You have to figure out what's a carrier and what's a a active oil. So like cinnamon, excuse me, eucalyptus, uh, tea tree, rosemary, oregano. Those are all active. 
Anything that comes in a, this is how you tell. Anything that comes in a small ass bottle <laughs> and, it black. and it's mad expensive. And it's dark. That dark is bottle. A, that is a active oil. Anything in a larger bottle and it's clear is a carrier. So like mm. almond, jojoba, macadamia, manoa, those are one of my favorites. Yeah. So, or some of my favorites. I've been using ginger shampoo too for my scalp and conditioner and that helps my dandruff. Mm, I have bad fucking dandruff. Um, the body shop. Mm. And I, I was just researching like good shampoos or whatever to use and then I found like a whole bunch of people left reviews talking about how amazing it was so I was like oh let me just buy a little bottle let me just test it out it's really good and it smells good so you know and what I also will say is don't be afraid of products that look white yes and when I say that I, I mean like brands that you feel like don't necessarily have a representation of you I get that it like in a in a in a consumer world, you want to support who looks like you, who, who you know, and I, I completely understand, but sometimes these brands don't even know that their products are going to work on your hair mm-hmm. type. And there's a lot of companies that I reach out to. They're not always responsive because they just have a bunch of people reaching out to them. Mm-hmm. But I know that the product works and as long as I'm able to still purchase it and it's still, my craft is still thriving off of it, I will buy what are some good, like, drugstore brands that you would recommend? Oh, there's not many. No. <laughs> I'm not going to hold y'all. It's really not many. Like, I like Mixed Chicks. I like um, Curls brand. Um, I still like Pink Lotion. I'm not going to lie I haven't about used that in years. Pink Lotion <laughs> will take just me back to my childhood. Yeah, me too. For, for your children's hair especially, mm-hmm. but make sure you clarify it off. Pink Lotion is heavy. Heavy as But now. it does the job for children's hair. Once you clarify, yeah, pink lotion made me feel like a princess because it smelled good for days and my hair felt soft when I used it. So, um, what else do I like? Um, I do. Do you like Meow? I do love Meow. Sorry, I forgot that is that still a drugstore brand considered? Yeah. Well, they and Target there, and Uh you can find them in Walmart or Walgreens. Yeah, I like I like Meow Organics a lot. I like. For high porosity hair, their honey ginger gel for styling is really good because it doesn't make my hair feel crunchy. I'll use the Diva Curl Super Cream Curl Styler mm-hmm. and then the honey ginger gel and do my twist outs and my twist outs look good for like a week and a half. I feel like not, no gel works with my hair. Well, your hair is low porosity, so you're better off with a mousse than a gel. Yeah, because gel does not work, period. Mm-hmm. You have to use a mousse. Design Essentials has a mousse called the um, Marshmallow Mousse, mm-hmm. and it smells beautiful, A, but it gives you a nice hold without making your hair feel like it's about to snap. Okay, I'm going to try so, that then. And I, when people say they like the lock method, which is leave-in... That doesn't even make any sense. Oil in there. It doesn't make any... <laughs> and that's why I say, like, people... Like, common sense go out of the window. So, I, when I'm doing a twist out, I like to use a cream first. Right. On the, on the section that I'm working on. Then I use either the mousse or the gel on the section that I'm working on and then twist. And then once everything is done, then I drizzle the oil oh, in between yeah. the parts and I'll pull it down. And then as I'm separating my hair, I make sure my hair has oil, my hands have oil on it and I pull it apart for styling reasons so it doesn't frizz, A, and B, for it to give a little bit of oil to steal it. Yeah. But you mixing leave-in conditioner, gel, and oil together to put on your hair makes no sense. What comes first? You have to layer products. It on. just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. I'm like, like everybody knows, oil and water. It's oil is a sealant. Once you put a liquid and an oil on your hair, on your hair strands, the cream is not going to penetrate. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. I'm like, where, where does it, like the common sense is just went out the window when everybody just went natural, mm-hmm. and it just makes me mad. I go on YouTube, I look at videos. I'm like, I don't even know why I'm even here. Like, why am I even why this shit doesn't make no sense. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, because you're just so fush- you're just so like happy to be on this bandwagon. You're not even thinking about like the basics. 
And that's what makes me mad about YouTube. YouTube just gets me so mad. I'm like, go to a professional, please. And there's patience involved. What's crazy no, to me is that. that people think I'm the only person that like cares about hair. People base following off of hair. If you look at my page at first glance, you would not think that I did hair. Yeah. Like, and I do, I have it that way right now just because I'm not taking new clients, so I don't need people you like... You actually ask me questions. So, I'll talk about certain things, but I know right now I'm not the professional for everybody because right now I have clients that are going some, through some serious hair crises, and I need to focus on them. Right. But there's women all over Brooklyn that know how to do hair. Yeah. Um, And I guess, I don't know, I'll send a list of them over to Lauren if you want to put that in the... Description. Yeah, just to so you guys know that there's other professionals around. That I care. think with you, it's just that because it's like even your verbiage and it's like you don't even like my hairstylist. Like I go to her because I she's really good, but she does she's not as savvy as you in certain things. So like I feel like like it's not the same. You don't mm-hmm. get the same experience, and you just you know more about certain skin conditions, and you can, like even and just health like. You're big on educating. Like, yeah. As you are doing your clients' hair, you ask questions. You look you at kinda, their scalp. Yeah. You do, you know, and I've learned that actually some people don't like that. Really? So some people just want to sit in that chair and get that. Some people are just concerned about the outcome. They don't women, care about Some women, you know. when I ask questions, they actually take it personal. They take it as a personal attack. They don't take it as me asking questions to get a better idea of what's going on with you so I could give you better advice. What you mean, my iron low bitch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? No, that's that's crazy. Cause if I'm like, cause like you're right. Like I'm only in a chair for one day, and only a couple of hours. I gotta take care of my hair and my scalp for for the rest of the time. And then I remember one time this girl was like, "Well, I get all my nutrients from food." I said, "Do you? You sure? The food in the United States? Yeah, I'm genetically modified." She said that. Food. I was like, "Yeah, I don't think you are." I also think um, she legit had a vitamin D deficiency to the point where they had to put her on the strongest dosage on a week, like a once a week pill for six months. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. So I don't think this is like a good excuse or anything, but I also think like a lot of black women are just overwhelmed by the thought of their hair. Yeah. Yeah. Doing their hair, dealing with their hair. And if you don't have a certain type of hair as a black woman, then like that's a whole thing in itself because you know. No, yeah. It's, it's, it's annoying because like our, the natural hair movement was just for us to embrace it. And that was been hijacked by the ones with the looser curl pattern. Yeah. So just like, and that's why like for me, I, I never was attracted to Diva Curl because I didn't see myself being reflected in the brand. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of, and, and, but I would say like, I do agree with you because there's some products that I use that were a white, white companies because they focused on fine hair mm-hmm. and, and um, it worked for me, you know? And, um, what I was going to say, I forgot. <laughs> oh yeah but that's the reason why like mm-hmm. it, it's just like like people be like my hair will never look like that well it's never it's genetically it's like it's you, you have to accept who you are and then the women that be like the curls in the back of my head are tighter than the curls in my front well how many buns do you do a month yeah, yeah. also the people don't realize you could damage your curls from pulling it too yeah. much like pulling it back straight there's such thing as called curl stretching yeah you're stretching yeah. the curls out it's not just heat it's not just product sometimes yeah. it's you the way you manipulate it. Also, the difference of curls depending on in certain parts of your hair. Mm-hmm. Like, I have this one part in the middle of my head this that patch I like. Here. And I really, I don't understand it that. Blows my <laughs> every, it's everybody. It's not just you. And it's, I think it's just because of how bony that area is. But somebody, is. this black dermatologist, <laughs> she she works out of, um, she's actually was on YouTube. She, some girl interviewed her. Because, you know, she did, I think she did her, her hair transplant for her, for her edges. Mm-hmm. And she's this Nigerian lady in Port Washington or somewhere, Great Neck. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, like, for some apparent reason, there's some reason, or, like, all black women, we have, like, a like a 
either our hair thins out really, it's sore. Because mm-hmm. like mine is really sore. I always call it a, um, a crop circle. Because when it gets really sore, then I experience a lot of breakage. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the hair strands are the thinnest in that area. Mm-hmm. And she said like, um, I forgot what she said. I think it does have something to do with iron too. Mm-hmm. But it's like literally genetic. Like mm-hmm. it's something with that black woman from all over just experience. No matter where they're from. But that and also you different. have to remember when you have curly hair, your hair is literally growing out. Yeah. In a curl, it's constantly spiraling out. It has a pattern. It's not developed yet because yeah. there's a bulb there. But you have to remember your hair takes twists and turns. That's another reason why we have sore scalp. Yeah. Or like when our hair, like if you ever wear your hair in a bun for like a week straight. Yeah. In that process, your hair is growing during that week. Like the yeah. middle of your scalp yeah, with them is, pins. It will hurt. Yeah. If your hair is manipulated one way all the time, and then you go to yeah. like wash it or something, it's super tender. It was growing. Even if you get those braided ponytails, like I've noticed, and I love braided ponytails, but the middle is no mm-hmm. grow. Like I just. Like, I just find myself, like, trying to move it yeah. around. I'm like, oh, my God. There's so many hairstyles that I have not had as a hairstylist. I feel bad about it. That's why I've been trying to try more things. Like what? I've never had a braided ponytail. I didn't have box braids until last year. That was the first time I ever really? had Really? I live for box braids. That was my first time ever having See, box braids. See, I can't do it. Like, I, I, I'm i traumatized. Well, yeah, you rate. only had box I braids. had, I, when I mean, like, trauma, it's to the point, like, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of a flat iron. I'm afraid of box braids. I'm strictly traumatized. And also, too, I feel like I do, I am insecure with my hairline. No, it's not like some women out here. Like, some people, shits, like, start back here. But, I mean, it's just not as thick as I want. No. Have you seen those iron-on edges? The iron-on, I'm not fucking with that shit. That's like a cloak. I'm not No, but let me tell you something. Dawn I found this woman Instagram page the other day edges and in. I sent it to Lauren as a joke and she is with it no because let me tell you <laughs> something if you already relax your hair it will just blend in if, yeah whatever a, she's doing it literally mm. looks like flat relaxed edges really yeah. it's no baby that, hair no nothing it just looks really? like edges I'm like this is for those older ladies that we see who don't mm-hmm. have no hair in the front? They could just tack that on and go about their life. No, it the edges <laughs> look so pretty. No, I believe you. I believe you. But as, I would like so for me, like I would want something with my, like my hair texture. Like, yeah, I for sure. Yeah, you can't have. Like, would you ever like get a hair transplant? I I want to, and I always thought about. I was actually gonna go to um, the spot in Melville, Long Island. I had a consultation. I just never went um, to see if I could do it, but. And, but I wanted, actually, when I, I, I the reason why I didn't go, because I found that black lady on YouTube that I wanted to go to, and I, but she was just so booked up, I couldn't get an appointment, because mm-hmm. I wanted her to look at my scalp, because I know, she said she can't do it if, if there is scar tissue there. It makes, it just not going to make any sense, especially, like, depending on where she's pulling it from, and, like, certain, and that's why she started talking about that sore area, she's like, I can't pull hair from there. It's like some, it was some reason, but I know I have scar tissue right here. Like, that is scar tissue all the way. So there's nothing. There's nothing that could be done right there. But it's not like, like I said, it's not like some women where it's just like, child, like what the fuck were you doing? Not like Naomi Campbell. But it's just thinner. But also Naomi Campbell came up in an era where they didn't know what the, the fuck, fuck they, they were doing. doing. Yeah. yeah, at all. I remember. So my grandmother has suffered from baldness for as long as I've been alive because she had a bad relaxer experience. Mm. That's a, so that's another reason why I stopped relaxing my hair because every time I would come home with a fresh relaxer, she'd remind me of the story about. Her yeah. going in literally with a head full of hair and her leaving with patches, scars, and burns and really? having to go to the emergency uh, room. Yeah. See, that's my, and that's why I'm saying, like, I would never know the full potential of my scalp because I, I had it for a very long time religiously and I've been burned, everything. And I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm mad. I always, like, get mad at my mother. I resent her for it. 
Come on, you you just why didn't you just just take me to the salon? Well, she was, but these the hairstylists didn't give a fuck. Like as long as they was getting paid, they wasn't care about the treatment or anything like that. Oh my god, there was this thing. My mother, my mother's on her last leg with my hair because my hair was really monstrous as a child. Yeah, and she didn't have the time or the patience to do it. This was before I had all my siblings, and she bought this stuff off a of QVC called Copa, and it was a whole big box set. It was like supposed to like make the hair softer and more manageable, less dry mm-hmm. and frizzy. She would spend a whole entire day going through the process of it. And, like, we, we finished one box, and then we kind of just, like, left it alone after that because it wasn't doing much to my hair. Yeah. Years later, women were giving lawsuits. What? It was causing people's hair to fall. If you Google it, C-O-P-A, it was causing people's hair to fall out. It was causing headaches, all kinds of things. There's so many things and so many products that are actually awful for us. There's an ingredient in EcoStyler that causes headaches. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that causes, like, headaches and, like, scalp issues and tenderness and shedding. Like, there's so many products that I'm just like, this is a shit show. Y'all got to get it together. So I do commend the natural community for being able to whip up things that are natural-based. Like, yeah. the rice water treatment, I think is brilliant. I love what it does to hair. I never even tried it. So you don't you need do? to do it often because you're low porosity. Low porosity needs less no, protein. Wait, time out. Because mm-hmm. I just, the idea of putting rice water, so are they boiling the no, water? No, 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 no. I have a recipe that I've posted before i'll send it to you again yeah and the girl basically just takes the rice she puts it in a container with water and puts it in a clo- uh, a dark cabinet like in the bottom of her sink for 24 hours and then she'll take it out put in a spray bottle add lavender oil to it because it smells a little weird and then sprays it in her hair as a pre-treat and then washes it out mm. but i always think about because like i like when you cook you're supposed mm-hmm. to wash your rice right mm-hmm Cause there's like they can be um, pesticides and stuff on there, so I'm just thinking like, would that would you want to rinse it first? Um, I like don't, arsenic. Give me a lot of arsenic. I don't. Rice. It's, I think the brand of rice she gets. I'm not sure if that how it's an Indian rice. Oh, so I don't be a know. Different. It's probably different. I don't really. I don't make rice. I don't buy rice. So you don't I, make rice. No, I don't know how to make rice. Every time I make it, it doesn't come out right. So I would rather not. It's two cups. I per, don't want to talk about. I don't it. make rice. I get Trader Joe's. Uh, rice that Y'all, you make. Oh my lord. <laughs> I don't make mac and cheese. Either. I just don't feel like I have time to make I rice. can't make mac and cheese. Why can't you make I mac can and make cheese? I can make a lot of things, girl. If it's mac and cheese or rice, it's not my thing. Dawn shines in weird dishes, <laughs> but they taste amazing. Like, what? I made her some beets the other day. She's been asking me for this recipe ever since. And she's still having some. No, she just puts things um, together beets? that you wouldn't really think about. Yeah, that's like but weird. They no, weird. but she makes really good food. It's just like, what? I made salt. I made her salt, pepper, um, mush, mushrooms, and beets. And she, it was like a balsamic fig glaze yeah. beet. But it was really good. And it was like the the yellow beets, not the red beets. Okay. It was less sugar. Yeah. Okay. But she, I mean, I'm good at things like I'm good at healthier dishes than I am at except for ribs. I make ribs better than anybody. And fried chicken. My fried chicken is good. <laughs> but mac and cheese. I get it wrong every time. What are you doing to it? I don't know, but my aunt, I hate my aunt. Look, look, I dislike my aunt. My aunt makes the best mac and cheese I've ever had in my life. Really? Yes. I hate my aunt. I I dislike my aunt. (laughs) (laughs) But she makes the best mac and cheese ever. All you have to do. No. You know what it is, y'all? Mac and cheese ain't for everybody. Mm -mm. It's not. It's easy, though. I'm going to tell you how to do it. I know. Let's get back on topic. You are a black woman. That is in our DNA. We was on topic of rice. <laughs> so, okay. Let's continue the rest of this episode on our Patreon page. So, if you haven't already, please go to patreon.com slash friends, And that is where we are going to continue this conversation. Deuces, Bye. guys. See you in a few.